It's Major League Soccer Week 11. We're talking biggest stories of the week and making some predictions. Hey everyone, you're watching ID Sports, and today we're talking about Major League Soccer. We're talking about the U.S. men's national team, some stories around U.S. soccer for the week, and we're bringing our Week 11 best bets, our predictions. Make sure you check out IEDsports.com. We dropped our betting article on there this week, but now we're talking soccer. Alex, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great, man. What a, you know, watch the Euros and the Copa America, and now we go right to Gold Cup, and it's just fabulous, fabulous time of year to watch national teams play around the world. It's, it's great. Absolutely. We have some storylines that we're just going to just brush over really quickly, and that is players on the move. We have Ethan Horvat going to uh, Nottingham Forest, Sam Vines to Belgium, Conrad De La Fuente is joining Marseille. You got Tanner Tessman to Venezia, and apparently eight teams are in on the Daryl DK sweepstakes. Alex, just really briefly, any notes on any of those players you want to go over? I, I think it's good news for everybody. Sam Vines to me, I didn't see that coming at all. Uh, Royal Antwerp, I think, of the team is Belgian League is a tremendous league, uh, you know, Storage story team to add like Andalus, Sasha Kleiston played there uh, years ago. They're Champions League all the time. Uh, it's a good move for him. You know, good experience, get European experience. I, I don't know about Antwerp getting Champions League team type things, but playing in the Belgian league, there's, you know, let's let's applaud that. Uh, Matt Miazga was there last year. Mark McKenzie's in that league. Uh, so we get some Americans going there. That's a hell of a league to, to, to learn your defense in because we all know what kind of offense. Lukaku, De Bruyne, they're Belgian. If you don't know how to play defense, you got to play in, in a Belgian league. So that's good for them. Horvath going to Nottingham Forest, you know, just because of the Nations League, how great he played, and he was a free agent. Yeah. Uh, and on the, the lower divisions of England, one time Nottingham Forest was a, it was a European power, and it's good to see, like, maybe he can bring them back and bring them up to the Premier League eventually. I'm assuming he's going to go there as a starter. I'm not sure. You know, I, the signing just happened a few days ago. Good move for him. Colin, you know, uh, De La Fuente going to Marseille. He needed playing time. I think he's going to get it at Marseille. The French league, what's not you know one of the top leagues in the world? He's going to learn a lot there. Good move for him. Yeah, and I, I think I think that's the move that, that I'm really the most interested in yeah. because it's a it's a move to a powerhouse where you're going to get playing time. I could see Conrad getting way more time than he was at Barcelona in Absolutely. Marseille, and that is a good league, the French major league. So um, that's yeah, looking yeah. good. Tanner and, Tessman, and, uh, yeah, maybe that, the that was yeah, I was going to add, Venezia's got American owners. Now, they're looking at the American, they're seeing what's going on with McKinney, seeing what's going on with uh, Dest, these young American players. You can get a little cheaper, maybe the same type of quality you might get in South America, or maybe some of the, some, uh, uh, the Eastern Bloc countries, you should say. Now, they're looking at Buzio. I'm hearing that that, yeah. that transfer fee is, started, is rising as we speak, as he's doing well for the U.S. Nash team. Expect even more Americans going to, to Venezia. Uh, Taylor Test was just number one. I mean, look at the minutes he's played in MLS. These guys are getting multi-million dollar offers to go to Europe. This is a great thing for MLS. The develop, call us a development, that's fine. But we're developing our young American players. We're selling them for a profit, and they're getting better playing in Europe. It's a great, it's a great time to be a U.S. soccer fan right now. We're going to talk about the Gold Cup in a few minutes. Absolutely. And, of course, eight teams in on Daryl DK. I expect that to be even more. Every team should be looking for a striker with his capabilities at his age, at his size. Love Daryl DK, and I can only expect him to uh, you know, m- move somewhere good for, for himself and for the future of U.S. soccer. Let's talk a little bit about the present of U.S. soccer and the Gold Cup, because during the Gold Cup, we knew for months, hey, Alex, they're going to be bringing up Major League Soccer players. It's going to be maybe not a B squad, like a, a 1C squad more than you know anything, but uh, young guys from Major League Soccer, and somehow, although we've been saying it for months, everyone's still surprised 
that we're starting young players for Major League Soccer. So what do you think about the Gold Cup squad so far and, and what we've seen here? It's a weird, it's, it's a weird situation because of COVID where the, the players have played. Yeah. Greg Bertha looked at the schedule. He's like, listen, I got to get a trophy out of this. Nations League, Gold Cup. Nations League, my players are in prime. They're in physical shape. European League is just ending. I put the full squad there. I'm going to go for that trophy. Once that ends, they're going to go back. They're going to have a couple weeks break. They're going to go back to the European preseason camp. I'm going to bring in some younger guys that I want to see that maybe can step up in September when the real games really count, World Cup qualifiers in September. The reason Berhalter's using the Gold Cup right now is look at fringe MLS players. You're going to need a 23-man roster, maybe more depending on suspensions, injuries, maybe something, you know, something could happen. You know, anything can happen anytime. A guy could go down. You have no idea at any time. You're going to need someone to step up next up. And using this opportunity with less veterans and more young guys to see what they have. A handful of sprinkled of younger European players like Hoppy, you're going to see, I think, play today. You saw uh, Giacchini come off the bench. You know, they, the center forward play on the right wing. That really is not going to work because Berhold didn't really bring any wings into this Gold Cup yeah, roster. Yeah. We're going to talk about that a little later. But I, I don't, you know, I see the, 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 crying on the internet and people going nuts on, on Facebook and, and all social media about this. Listen, Berhalter is not using it. If we win it, that's great. This is like a B-minus squad, I would say. Closer to C-plus, I would say B-minus. Dal DK is going to be on the roster. Sebastian Legette's going to be on the roster. You're yeah. looking to see if Matt Turner can maybe be the third goalkeeper instead of Brad on. You see maybe if Walker Zimmerman can step up and be a backup center, center back. Maybe start with John Brooks. Maybe Now you're seeing Shaq Moore emerge from the right side. Desk gets hurt. Who are you going to play? Reggie Canada Moore now. You're seeing Boozy now step up. Jackson will take a step back. So, you know, we, it, now we're seeing pressure situation, international competition, World Cup qualifying style tournament, how some of these MLS guys can play. And Brothers is going to have a really good choice with the European players and the best guys from his Gold Cup going forward in September and get that spot so we go to Qatar. Love Walker Zimmerman. Love Kellen Acosta getting some more time on this squad. And we love uh, seeing them play all the time. One of the uh, other benefits of this matchup was uh, Giacchini and Gianluca Busio are both officially cap tied i know there was some question this was a major tournament and it counts they are now cap tied to the united states so although italy may have had the uh, best week ever it's the united states who grabs two italians uh to add to their rosters that's cool there bob throwing you a little the italian thing in there i knew you'd have to bring that up on this week's show of course you would. of course let's <laughs> move on and talk about some drama around major league soccer and make some predictions for this week now there are a few games that i see as being pretty easy um, but when we talk about the betting odds, when we look at the sports book, I think Vegas has actually been getting much better over the past couple of weeks. I yes. picked four for my article, and we're going to talk a little bit about the the thought behind those games because it's a lot of uh, away teams. But that's all right. Let's go start first with Atlanta United. They are hosting the New England Revolution, and my pick is New England Revolution plus 120. You're getting plus money. Now, there's some rumors around Atlanta camp of some unrest. Joseph Martinez is not practicing with the club. I call that getting altidored. What do you think about uh, Atlanta United and, and Josie not practicing with the squad? Bobby here, Josie, Joseph Martinez is not practicing with the squad. I'm not betting them. I don't care who they're playing. I don't care if they're home or on the road. I don't like what's going on with uh, Atlanta. And they got a bunch of guys out, you know, with, between the Gold Cup and uh, Gabriel Hines is putting his stamp on his team. I guess he's yeah. saying Joseph Martinez is not above the team. I mean, that's what I'm hearing. No one knows the exact reason why. It's just they're saying it's a coach's decision, which is weird. Maybe Joseph Martinez is getting transferred out. Who knows? I mean, with Atlanta, you, you never know. It seems to be more drama than anything else lately. I know New England's got Buchanan out. And he's got a couple of Turner out, and still. They have yeah, so, Hill. So that's they really one of the reasons Bo. why I'm they got hammering Hill, this yeah, game. Yeah, like Hill I'm and hammering Bo. this. Yeah, I agree with you. Hill and Bo and Books are probably going to get minutes because uh, Buchanan's not there. 
uh, I don't like what's going on in Atlanta. I would bet against Atlanta going forward until you start seeing some positive signs. Take New England, I think, with confidence in this one. Yeah, so players listed as out for Atlanta include uh, Bello, Barco, and Brad Guzan on international duties. Uh, Revolution will be without Tejan Buchanan, Luis Caicedo, Matt Turner. So both teams are without some starters here. But for me, the key to the game is going to be attacker Adam Buxa. He's been kind of relegated to bench duty, even though he's one of my favorite players in Major League Soccer. Um, he scored five times in 723 minutes so far this season. So he is getting the job done when he's on the field. His 4.18 shots per 90 and his 4.73 aerials one per 90 both land him in the 96th percentile for each of those stats, respectively. And that's how New England Revolution is going to win this game. They're going to win it in the air. They're going to win it in the box. And they're going to win it um, with Adam Buxa. I mean, he, he he's proven that he when he's on the field, the team wins. And I think it's time to, to take the chains off. Let, let, let Buxa out there. Let, let him cook. And we'll see what happens. Someone's got to be on the positive end of Carl's Hill passes. And if uh, Buxa gets to start here, I think this is a slam dunk for New England. Yeah, I'm looking out for Gustavo Boda for a thing or two also. I mean, I'm just, I don't like Atlanta. What's going on there? It's off-field. Everything's off-field, 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 what everyone's talking about them. When I hear that, uh, my money's not going on that kind of team. So until so you see further, you know, what's going on with Atlanta, get their guys back from Gold Cup and Joseph Martinez situation, I would not touch them. When we head to my next game, and this is a team that I love, they've been on fire, that is New York City FC. They are being hosted by the Columbus crew. They're playing in Columbus, and NYCFC is currently plus 160, getting heavy, heavy plus money on this match. Now, NYCFC has had a few weeks of up and down, uh, but they haven't drawn a match since May. Recently, they brought in two young Brazilians, 19-year-old Talis Manio and 20-year-old Thiago. Uh, and Thiago has two goals in his three appearances so far in Major League Soccer. And Talis Manio was the better of the two players. So um, huge reinforcements, huge for NYCFC. Um, and when we look at Columbus, seven players listed as out on international duty. You have Harrison Awful on red card suspension. Five others listed as questionable, adding to their woes. Columbus is winless in their last four matches. Alex, are you with me here that NYCFC is going to travel to Columbus and get a home result? I know, Columbus got, a, result. I know Columbus got a great new stadium. They got way too many guys out for this match. And NYCFC is losing James Sands, which, by the way, I should have brought up the U.S. National team. Looked pretty good off the bench. I want to see more of him. Uh, I agree with you. The, the, the two young Brazilian guys are waiting for NYC to just let just pull the strings and let these guys just run on the field. I know they got constantly, they're loaded up front, and A. Bear still isn't coming back. But in this game, they got way too many guys out. I know New York City, we got some off field issues now. Ticket prices, playing more games at Red Bull Arena, on more schedule changes. Fan bases feels like they're being alienated. Can't get a stadium done. I understand that. But this Columbus team having all these guys out, and New York City still has got some guys up front that can score. They got midfield player from Keaton Parks is still there. The back line is very good. I know, I know, uh, I know the goalie's not there, but it's not, it doesn't matter. To me, New York City should win this game. Uh, Columbus has too many guys out. I know it's hard to be against Caleb Porter at home. He's, it's a lot to ask for him to have at least seven guys out for this game. I, I don't see how they can, I don't see how they can pull a result. If anything, I would do the double chance New York City to tie tie in the win if I'm going to bet just to be extra safe, but I, I don't see Columbus this game. I mean, yeah, I'm taking NYCFC to win outright, and for me, this game is going to be win and lost on the substitution. Um, NYCFC's last win, they scored with two subs, uh, Thiago and Keaton Parks, both appearing right around halftime and uh, putting two goals in the net. NYCFC, they're going to make changes at halftime. They're going to make changes at the 50th minute, at the 60th minute. They're going to be fresher. Meanwhile, Columbus is struggling just to field a team, a starting 11. So NYCFC has, has a huge advantage here, and I said the game's going to be won or lost. My key to the game is the substitution play. Let's move on a little bit and talk about another uh, 
this one, I, I have a feeling this is going to be one of our more controversial picks of the yeah. week. Uh, Vancouver Whitecaps are hosting the LA Galaxy. Vancouver Whitecaps are home. Their home is Rio Tinto Stadium, but it, it counts as home. Uh, Vancouver plus 220. Um, now, Vancouver... They didn't look so bad before international break. They got a 2-2 draws at both Seattle and Dallas. After the break, they had a 4-0 loss. They were the home team against Real Salt Lake and Rio Tinto. So, you know, you, I don't really count that game as really having happened. And uh, meanwhile, LA Galaxy, they haven't put a three-game win streak together all season. They've looked really good. They're near the top of the conference. Zero draws. They're 8-4. and four. Um, And I just really... I think this game is more of a toss-up than it looks on paper. LA Galaxy is not the powerhouse they were in the past. Vancouver plus 220. I like those odds, and I'm taking some money on Vancouver this week. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you big time on this one. I, I don't like Vancouver at all. Uh, the Canadian teams are going back to Canada, but Vancouver can't because they're not doing stadium renovations. Yeah. You've seen Ali Adnan leave, visa issues. You've seen, I think, Cornelius got tra- uh, transferred to Greece this past week. Cavalini is supposed to be leaving. You're relying on Brian Wake to be your center forward. My money's never going on a team that's putting Brian Wett as your center forward. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I know Chicharito's out, but let's talk about real quick Greg Vanny, the job he's done in LA Galaxy, walking in there, revitalizing Chicharito. The defense is revitalized much better. I, I'm understanding their youth program and their uh, other 20 other uh, minor league teams are much better. under. He's having some say with player personnel. Seems like to me he knew there was problems in Toronto and got his way out. To me, I'm also that's why I'm looking at it. Look how smart he looks now, how he left Toronto going to LA Galaxy and turn them around. I, you know, I know they got guys out of Gold Cup, but I, for me, I cannot. I cannot put my money on Vancouver in this. I don't like it. I think DeSantos is the next coach to go. He's definitely on the hot seat. I think he's the favorite next MLS coach to be fired. They're playing at Rio, tip the same. I understand the, the high altitude and all that, but Zubek or somebody's going to step up for Galaxy. If anything, I'm taking the Galaxy, a double chance of this one. I'm not putting my money on Vancouver. When I'm, sorry, Bob, I'm going to have to disagree. Love, love in Vancouver here, and let, and let me talk it out for you. LA Galaxy, in their losses, they're being outscored 10 to 1. In their wins, they're outscoring their opponent 19 to 8. It's a 20 to 18 differential. This team is a 500 team on paper. They've been hot, sure, you can say that. But if you look all season long, it's been like win a game, lose a game, win two games, lose a game, win two games, lose a game, win a game, lose a game. It's, they haven't put I, I see together you, I see your, I see your back point, to back Bob. performances. Um, and plus, Vancouver. Um, they're going to have a nice little homestand coming up. Um, home, homestand. That's what home I'm saying. It's not home. But, but it is a home advantage when you're playing at the same city. When they're playing at altitude yeah, they, Tinto for five or six games devastated. in a row, about, no other team is doing that. But I'm thinking those players are devastated. They want to be home with their families and their loved ones, and they can't go to Vancouver. I mean, it's just how much longer can this go on? This has been going on since before the bubble. I mean, I, I can't. Listen, Galaxy's got a bunch of guys out. That's why I'm, I'm not doing this as a slam dunk alley Galaxy win. And Chicharito, I think. I was concerned. Uh, they say thigh. I'm hearing thigh. it's really. Yeah. I'm hearing it's his calf. That's the same one they injured last year. That was out two months. That's that's the real issue here. And if that's an issue, that's going to be a problem. So you know, Brian White, Christian Dahomey, Diber no. Caicedo. It's no. the best wingers Brian no. White's ever played no. with in his career. No. He already no. has a goal. No. He's going to score this no. weekend, Alex. And we're going to no. talk about it next week. No, 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 yeah, no. To the listeners out there, if you put your money on Brian White to get you money, I'm sorry. I just I can't see. It. I don't. I don't agree with you. That that's not going to happen. Now, I guess the, the, weekend, the heaviest favorite. I'm the heaviest underdog. I'm betting on this week is the Seattle Sounders. Minnesota United hosts Seattle Sounders. Seattle is plus two thirty. That is huge money. If you put, like, say, a ten dollar bet down, you win twenty three. You cash out at thirty three. 
So that's more than tripling your money. You can do that on Seattle Sounders this weekend. Um, I said I was going to pick Seattle until they started dropping results, and thus they are the last undefeated Major League Soccer team. Um, they're 8-5-0 and in their last 12 matches this season, and that's a record-setting Major League Soccer performance. They have a, a couple of road games ahead. This is Minnesota, then they go down to Austin um, before heading home for a three-game homestand. I think they're going to be playing that three-game homestand at 10-5-0. and I think that's a real possibility for this team, Alex. Well, yeah, uh, Seattle to me, like I agree with you. Until somebody beats them, why would you bet against them? If anything, do the double chance. You're going to get something for sure. And, and this is one of those games where I, I like what Minnesota's done. Remember, we were killing them at the beginning of the season. They started getting better. The Argentine connection is starting to click. They're bringing some, you know, they brought some younger, uh, uh, what's his name? The guy with Fraga the Pain, president. you got Yes, new. I mean, he's, he's been yeah. great since they brought him in to go with Reynoso. They're at home. I, I don't like the bet. You know, I don't like Adrian Heath as a coach, but Minnesota usually is tough at home. But, you know, Rui Diaz is supposed to be back. When I hear that, that's good news for Seattle. I know they'll change their formation. And, you know, Seattle, you never know what formation Schmetz is going to pull. It. He's that good of a coach, tact, a tactician. I'm expecting him to get a result here. If anything, I'm doing a double chance that Seattle's walking out there at least one point for sure. Now, when we look at players who will not be playing in this game, I'm looking at Shane O'Neill and Nuhu Tolo for Seattle Sounders. For Minnesota, we're looking at Boxall, Debasi, Metanier, Icopara. Do you see a trend here, Alex? Those are all players on the defensive side of the ball. Both teams here are going to have to deep dig deep to field defenses at all. Minnesota has a suspect back line anyway, giving up 16 goals in 11 matches. I think they're going to have a trouble uh, rounding off the Rui Seattle Diaz. Sounders attack. That still has Raul Rui Diaz. So for yep. me, both defenses are beat up. This might be the game to watch. If you have some friends who don't watch Major League Soccer, this might be a high-scoring, exciting game. But I could see Seattle walking away with a really like a 5-3 win here. Yeah, I'm excited. If anything, double chance, you're going to walk away uh, positive money. Um, Seattle's walking out with one point, one way or the other. Yeah, I can see him easily walking out with three. Rui Diaz, to me, big spot, big game. He usually scores. This is uh, the only game on the docket, I think, on Sunday. You know, go a couple of sprinkle games around it. It's a big spot. Seattle's going to stay undefeated, and Rui Diaz is going to do something in this game. We're going to be back. We're going to talk about everything that happens next week, including the Brian White hat trick that happens in Vancouver when they play not even, the not even on FIFA. Yeah, you not hear even on right FIFA here at 21. Sports. Have a great week, guys. Yeah.